Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku DU, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of February 13th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And per the course of Valentine's Day, it's a Durst Compadres episode. Yes, it Luna, is. Luna is uh, busy dolling herself up, supposedly. Regardless, it's just a Dos Compadres episode, and uh, while you have plans tomorrow, I have a plans of just, uh, I don't know, sl- seeing the back of my eyelids. <laughs> so so the only plan that I have is that I'm going to see my girlfriend as to what we're doing, where it's going to be at, what time it's going to be at. That's still nebulous. I know nothing <laughs> other than I'm going to see my girlfriend sometime tomorrow because we... We looked at, we both looked at each other and we're both kind of recluses. Like we don't like being out with a ton of people and we're like, it's going to be Valentine's day and on a Friday night, like everybody and their brother's going to be out and neither one of us wanted to go out and do anything romantic on that night. So we're supposed to just have like a movie night, but I don't know if it's going to be at my place or hers. I don't know what movie we're watching. I don't know what time. We're supposed to start watching said movie. If I know my girlfriend, we'll pan all that out tomorrow, probably around four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> so, hooray. Uh, we, we talked about her maybe coming over here and me cooking for her, but I'm still living with my parents and they are buzzkills. I love my parents to death, but they are. So I don't know what we're going to do yet. So we'll, we'll, we'll plan it out tomorrow. She, she, she doesn't work on Fridays, and I'm free for the for the most part tomorrow, so we, we'll figure something out. Hooray! How have you been doing this week, bud? How's, how's your lead-up to Valentine's Day, the most depressing day of the year? That silence says everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I, st- I started replaying 14 to fill that hole that is just loneliness. <laughs> And me and you are supposed to play here in a little bit once we get off of here. And I'm really looking forward to diving back into 14 because it's been, uh, it's been what, since uh, early November since I've got a chance to play. So it'll be exciting to hop back in and and actually get to play some. Well, the thing is, I forgot to talk to you about this off screen, but, you know, you should just make a new character at this point. (laughs) Because both me and our other person that we played, we ended up just making a new character because of the extended break that we took, we forgot all of our skill sets. <laughs> I, I still remember the rotation of the the main class that I was playing. So I think I'll be able to pick it back up. I could understand what you were doing because you were tanking and that requires a very dedicated knowledge of not only what you need to be doing, but what how the fights are going to play out. So that that is understandable, and I can totally respect that. Also, I do have a secondary character that's like level fourteen. Ah, uh, I see, I see. But yeah, you know, it it is what it is, and uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What have you been listening to? Uh, let's see. I have been listening to a variety of things, mostly common writer openings, because I'm still hooked on that. But I've also been trying to figure out who the next MC is gonna be because I was originally gonna do. It's not, I think it's Yusuke Uchida, and I, yeah, I think that's his name. And I was all lined up to do him. I had him all picked out. He he was going to be my MC, and then I couldn't find any of his music on Apple Music. He has some of his music, but it's from his like anime 
group stuff. I want I want like his solo rap career, and I can't find any of it. On oh, Apple Music. you mean Yuma? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm gonna bar you on that anyway. I don't want any anime singers. <laughs> well, no. Like I said, I couldn't find his work, so it it didn't matter. I'm like. I'll just find somebody else. So I've been kind of trying to find like somebody else to replace him. So I've been kind of listening to a couple of people who I normally don't listen to. Uh, I found this one dude named Claypot. I has, I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Um, but he's got a really cool voice and a really good, really, really good sound. And I might do him. There's a couple of other ones that I'm thinking about doing. Uh, there's one I wrote down and I don't have it in front of me and I don't remember what they're called at the moment. It's a lot like our next MC. She's kind of in that vein, but it's a woman instead of a, a man. She was pretty interesting, but I, I don't know if I'll, I'll go with her or not because I, I wasn't too crazy about what I heard. So I've, I've been trying to figure out like what I'm going to do for MC and stuff like that. So I've been kind of trying to play that game a little bit. And other than that, I have been listening to same old, same old stuff. I'm still listening to High Five a lot because I just have Heartbeat almost stuck in my head constantly. I, I love that. I love that song. And I, I would say if we had to go back and do our top fives, I think Heartbeat would actually be like my, like my fifth song or something because I just I love that song. But uh, it's, it's okay. And uh, I've been listening to that on repeat. Uh, Turning Up, I've been listening to whenever I get the chance. And LOL is teeing up their uh, Lightning album that drops next month. I keep seeing them tweet about it. So I'm getting pretty hyped for that. I I need to pre-order my copy sometime soon. But I'm I just haven't gotten around to it yet. So we'll we'll see how that pans out. But I'm looking forward to that, and hopefully sometime this week, like I'm, I really want to sit down and just listen to some LOL and kind of get back in the mix and swing of things. So we will see. But that's all I can think of that I've been listening to. What have you been checking out, bud? Been checking out a lot of Ghost Like Girlfriend again. Been kind of going back to his last release digital single last haze which is really good i also went back to kieran g which is also a really solid the cherish album is absolutely amazing i'd highly recommend it besides that not too much no more gyration this week i wasn't listening to my juicy playlist <laughs> unfortunately maybe i'll go gyrate in front of the birds tomorrow maybe that's what I'll i mean do. you should it's 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 valentine's day tomorrow so you know that that's the day, that's the gyrate day I mean, that's official. every day for me. No, official, official <laughs> uh, gyrate day. The, the, it's the official gyrate day. Uh, you, you know, I mean, every day can be gyrate day for you, but internationally, globally, it's international gyrate day. I promise you, you go into any, go into any club, you'll see a lot of people gyrating. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I can probably listen to that. <laughs> I also picked up Naz again, and she released a couple more new songs ever since we covered her. Her White Lie single that released late last year was also really, really solid. So eh, I'll wait for a couple more singles to release, and then maybe, possibly, I'll do a music corner on her. Not just yet, but we'll, we'll see what's with that. After that, I was listening to the music corner, which unfortunately we won't cover this week due to just how everything ended up being this past week with not having Luna on. 
And I kind of want it to be that all three of us are listening to every artist kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I will say for the listeners, because I, I did get a chance to check out MC and he is awesome and amazing. So let this be as a teaser and preview to kind of wet the palette for next week when we get to talk about him. Because this guy is really, really good. Yeah, you know, the thing, I, I kind of already knew how you were going to feel about him because he's fairly similar in vain to what you usually listen to. Yeah. Luna's opinion of him will probably be similar to what I've thought about him originally, where his first album was really, really good. But his Fantasy Club album, well, we'll say all about that. His second album, oh, it's all right in my mind, but we'll, we'll talk more about this next week. Yes. But with that, let's continue on to the release news here. Very slow week this week, unfortunately, but we'll probably ramp it up all next week. I know that for a fact. Yeah, next week's going to be busy, so... So, you'll be looking forward to that, hopefully. So, go right ahead. Yeah. Yes, I have the first article that we're going to be talking about, and we're going to be talking about a couple of industry veterans for the... For the Japanese music scene, uh, Chara and Yuki are teaming up for a brand new mini album. This is really special because they uh, this will be the first time that they've teamed up in 20 years. And uh, the new mini album is going to be called Echo. And it actually comes out tomorrow. So by the time you're listening to this, it'll already be out. So you can go check that out. It's being released in two editions. And we have the pre-order link on the site, along with a little video teaser, so you can definitely check that out, along with some interesting album art. So get, be certain to give this a look-see. Moving on to our next article, we're going to be talking about a band that is very near and dear to my heart. They were the first artist spotlight that we ever did, and they are gearing up for their first post-Sony separation album release, which is A Kiss from the Darkness. And actually, the Kiss from the Darkness came out yesterday, but ahead of when that new album dropped, they posted a music video teasing it. So if you are interested in Scandal's latest album, A Kiss from the Darkness, uh, you can check out the uh, article so you can get the music, you can get a little teaser for it, and then you can go out and buy it if you are interested in their new sound because i i will say having heard their singles i haven't checked this out yet but having heard like their late leader singles and stuff like that to me they they feel like they've transitioned more back to what they used to be like when they started like they're more rock now than they are pop i think so if you really were a fan of their like their super poppy stuff, I don't know if you'll like New Scandal, but if you were a bigger fan of like their earlier albums, I think you'll love uh, the New Scandal because it is a lot more in line with that feeling and that rockness. So give this a check out, see if you like it, and yeah. And continuing on up, it is the vocalist Tetsuya Takahashi announced that he will be releasing a brand new album titled Kaibutsu on March 18th. This will be his latest album since his Yoru no Ikirumono back in 2018 and will be his third album overall. You can check out more information about that on our site along with his music video for Yurgure Hoshi on our site as well. 
And then the lovely four-member boy group Shonen no Kaze released the preview of their upcoming track Tadaima on Universal Music Japan's YouTube channel, being released digitally on February 23rd. Tadaima will be their latest release by the group since Ichiban Uta back in January and will show as the main theme song for the family drama Papa ga Ichiban wo Koichi Shita. And, you know, it kind of feels back to that drama feel of the more folky style, along with the inspirational lyrics that go along with it. It'll be released digitally on all several tracks, so you can see that along with more information about the single on our site, along with the lyric video in question. And then finally, Carrie Loose announces that on the eve of the release of their first single, they released the music video for their track Ningen on their official YouTube channel. Set to release this past week on February 11th, it will be the latest release done by the group since their album Carry Loose back in October of last year. And per the norm of usual songs by this group or by the record label that they're signed to, T Palette, all of their songs are written and composed by Team Scramble. So you can watch the music video in question and order the single also on our site. Yeah, I've actually been meaning to check this out because I've, I've been really interested in Carry Loose because of the conglomerate that they're attached to. And I, I actually kind of forgot about this till we were going over this. So this will give me something to do post shows to go back and check this out because I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. Yep, yep, yep. Now on to our last news article for the day release news we have one more news article that we will be going over in a minute so tokyo ska paradise orchestra has revealed that they are going to be releasing their greatest hits album it's going to be titled tokyo ska treasures best of tokyo ska paradise orchestra and is set to release be released on march 18th it's going to be released in three editions and we have pre-order links for each of the editions on the site so you can check that out along with a full track listing, which is pretty extensive. So you'll definitely want to give that a look-see. And yeah. If you mentioned Ska one more time, Kill is just going to randomly appear and just bust through the doors. <laughs> I, I, can already, I can already feel it in my bones here. Well, but, I mean, Ska's in the name, so I had to mention yeah. it a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, going on to our big news here, it is... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy heartbreaker it's a heartbreaker oh my lord i'm just laughing because i can just you hear that the, that the that is ship the burning <laughs> ship coming down i was, I was because... just the walls falling down around me at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so it was announced last week that judina matsui the figurehead of 48 as of right now the main pillar of the 48 system will be graduating in October. <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> this this news comes from a random ass theater performance that took place last week. And <laughs> yeah. It like when I was reading the announcement, I was like, man, this is kind of unceremonious in in a lot of ways because it's just like, hey guys, I'm quitting. Well, I mean, it's not as bad as you freaking Kurita Yurita, who is like, GG, I'm out. <laughs> no, that's true. That's very true. Oh, my God. Yeah, I couldn't believe that either. Oh, Lord. It, it, this has been a rough couple of weeks for me. <laughs> like, because, like, like I, I didn't know a ton about the idol industry and 
there was a couple of idols that I kind of latched onto, and now they're all leaving. There's like one idol gone. left that I genuinely like gone. that's that's still in it, and she's in Nogizaka Forty Six. So, and I think I think she's she'll be there for a while. I hope, fingers crossed. But I'm like, in like two weeks, two weeks time, it's gonna be like this member Lee. Oh lord, so. no! The way the way my luck's going, you're 200 percent correct. So, uh, I mean, oh, it, it saddens me, but I know Jirina has been in this, it, been in this for a long time. She's been so. in the 48 system for nearly half her life. So yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she's, she's like, ready for a break. She's like, what, 24? And she joined when she was like 10 or 11. So she's been in the 48 system for nearly half of her life. So, yeah. well, she's she's not going out with... She's going off with a bang because she's going to have two graduation concerts in September 26 and 27, if you guys are interested, with a graduation performance taking place on October 5th. Which will also coincide on the day she debuted with SKE. So, with her graduation from the 48 system, all initial 23 members of the first generation of SKE 48 have graduated. And this goes and coincide with the with Minami Minagishi's graduation because with those two graduations, the first initial generation of both akb and ske will now have graduated and you hear that that is my prophecy coming true oh lord you know that that means they probably wasn't gonna have a simbatsu then i'm pretty sure judina might have stayed on just for a bit if they knew that they were gonna do a simbatsu yeah i i could see that because that would be I, I think, like, because of what happened with her last Simbatsu, or the, actually, I guess it was the last Simbatsu <laughs> two years ago, I, I think it's just where she had to bow out and take a break, like, the, like what, two, three days after she won that Simbatsu. Like, just so it, it kind of really screwed up the whole plan that they had there. And I'm wondering if she would love like a second chance to kind of do things the right way, but I guess they're not doing a Simbatsu and yeah, you're right where she's been in it. Most of her life. She's probably like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of sick of this. And you know, she's seen a lot of her friends move on. Uh, like one of her close friends just got married. So I'm certain she's ready to, I don't know, date because she still can't do that technically. So I'm certain she's. Well, ready I to... mean, she still can't do that, but that doesn't stop a lot of. Them. <laughs> I said technically. There was a technicality at the at the at the start in front of that statement because, because you know the, I'm certain they the, do. I appreciate her, and a lot of things too is maybe she just wants to do other things, and. What are the like a lot of people are just like no oh, is she gonna go into wrestling now because she's a huge pro wrestling fan and she done it now she could probably do it even more well yeah and I think she's hinted at wanting a solo career too I know like she has on the last SKE single she had a the the, the second track was a solo so, solo song by her 
Yeah, so, so. Y- you know, who knows? It, because she couldn't, well, another thing is she couldn't get away from the whole SKE thing because when her involvement was going to be, like, to a bare minimum, all the fans were, like, crying loose. So that's another thing why she probably wanted to do her solo song there, too. Yeah, so end of an era, end of a decade. So it, it it's sad news, but hopefully it leads to a brighter future for her. Uh, I can't say anything about SKE48 having a brighter future because going off of the last single that dropped, and if you just look at the 48 system as a whole... Suda Akati, please graduate, please. (laughs) She's like the only star that they have left. Like She's the only bankable name that they have now. Like Everybody else that's remotely uh, has like a forward, outward-focusing face that I can think of has left... And, like, there's really no big names left in AKB48. And I genuinely believe, like, they were trying to prop up Mayu to be some new figurehead for the group. And she had, she she had like, the one single where she was center and she got out. So, I'm, I don't know what the 48s are going to do because... I don't think they can survive alone on the quality of their music. I I think they need names. They need faces and they need personalities. Oh, you finally agree with me. (laughs) (laughs) I've always agreed with you. I've always agreed with you. I just, I've always felt like you're overcritical on them. So, so, and I don't think they're that bad, but like I said, given the quality of their music and and where they're at today, I just do not see them having much of a future. And like Jarena was like one of the last stars. Uh, Suda Akari is literally the only other person I can think of that is big that has a following. And the day she graduates, there, I don't know if there's going to be like anybody in the forty eight system that just draws people in so we'll we'll see and and, you know they they could turn things around they would have to work on the quality of their music they'll have to definitely ramp things up and do something unique and original definitely stand out from the pack because i mean idol groups now are a dime a dozen the the field's crowded as is and if you do not have the star power to keep selling the way that you are you're just gonna fade in, into obscurity. Like I, I'm. I think AKB48 might still be around in the next five years. I think the bigger question is, will they be the chart dominators that we've seen them be over the past few years? That's now, I think the bigger question because I don't. I don't see it. I I I think they're done. They don't. AKB doesn't have any bankable names at all. SK only has two names, and that's Suda Akari and Furuta Nao. And those two were the last two single centers. It was frustration, and I so you Koto Dane. I think I, I don't even remember yeah. the last SK single because it was I just it was so forgettable. And frustration yeah, was so frustrating, and the, the last single wants me to make Suda Akari just graduate already because it was just so bad. Yeah, that, that that song was rough. Actually, I think like like the only highlight I had of that song was like, hey, I'm seeing members of the group that I have never seen before. And yeah, that's not so much I of a mean, highlight. And I, I, I'm, 
I'm overly critical of the L48 system is because I'm a, I was a huge fan of them. And I want them to catch my eye again. And they are doing it, unfortunately. It's un very, very, very unfortunate. But it's, it, it is how it is as of right now. And I don't think the 48 system is going to do so well past this year. It, it, it's definitely a giant wait and see because the forecast is not good. There, Regardless, I mean, we we wish Judy not the best, and you know, I yes, I'm overly critical about the 48 system, but it's because I cared about them, and I grew up with Judy. Now I've seen her since her debut, and to kind of follow her career over the last 10 to 12 years. Well, a it makes me feel freaking old, but <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome but B, to the club. You bud. know, you know, B it makes me be like, you know, I am the Onisan taking care of the Emoto and looking at the, looking how much she grown over the last couple of years. Regardless, let's uh let's move on from this depressing news and move on to new depressing news of the Oracle shot because this was a freaking bad week. <laughs> Sales wise, it, it, it's a bad yes. week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, like when when I saw what number one was, I did a double take because I was like, "There's no way that can be number one," but it's number one. So it, that it it's it was a bad sales week. But yeah, let's go on to number ten, and it's Sakurate Squared by Mirage Squared. Or Sakurate 2 by Mirage 2. I, I don't know how to work, read this group. Regardless, it's the little girls group. And I they're surrounded by other little girls. And I can't take this seriously. You know, it's one really thing hard. though. One thing though. That I was just like. Thank God they put this more so in the forefront. Is At least with the first vocal and the chorus. Their vocals was on freaking point. The second part where they had the auto-tuning. Just kick right their freaking the teeth. Was pretty bad. But. You know, regardless, their vocals were up to the point, and it was a pretty decent track, all things considering, compared to their usual, I'm I'm young and jumpy, and I'm going to see all the <laughs> Otosans and Onisans look at me at a weird way kind of thing. Yeah, I, I will say I agree with you. I felt like the first half of the song was really... I actually thought the, the tune and the melody was really catchy, and I kind of liked it. But the moment the auto-tuning kicked in, it kind of killed a lot of the, the song that I had for me because the the pitch the girls was hitting was okay, but then when it was auto-tuned, it started hurting my ears. And I was like, eh, eh, no, no, wrong pitch for this. Don't, don't auto-tune at that high frequency. It does not sound good at all. So I don't know why they did that either because they didn't need it, but... Yeah, they uh, didn't need it. Regardless... Sakurate 2 sold a lovely 14,161 points. And going on up, it is Kokorosmari by lovely Minase Inori. And this is, it's alright. Like, you know, I can't take her seriously because I saw a video of her just holding a woman's <laughs> breasts. So I can't take her seriously no more. I love she's a, a terrific voice actress and I love her to death, but I can't take her seriously. I, I really like this song. I, I don't I don't have the experience you have with her, so I I just I I'm just coming at this from a I don't know, fresh face, I guess. 
But I, I really like this song. I thought this was the best song of the week. I mean, there's a couple of mildly decent contenders but for me. But of the new songs that we're going to talk about, I, I really felt like this was the best one. She had a really good sound, really good melody, and just the way the song came together was just really nicely done. And I, I just felt like she really kicked it out of the park. I wish she had sold better, but I mean, this is an old song. It came out the 29th of January, so it's had a resurgence. Because probably the, the actual release came out. Yeah, the physical. So I, I would have loved to have seen it higher, but it it is what it is. So I mean, her, her vocal points are on strength with the song, and it showed that to a T, which is really good, which I really do like of her. Her vocal yes. range is really something really, really, really good. So regardless, Kokorosumari sold a lovely... 14,611 points. And going on up to number 8, it is Shiromabushi by by Eru. So, yeah, I, f- I feel uh, internally conflicted with this, this group <laughs> every single time. I, I understand. Uh, they, they are um, very pretty androgynous ladies. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, this song was, it was, it was good, but I wouldn't call it their best song. And it was all right, in my opinion. They had better songs, in my personal opinion. The last song that they were on the the album, or the yeah. the singles with the 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 Oricon with, was much more better, in my personal opinion. Yeah, no, I can totally see that. I I did feel like this was a solid song. I I, I thought I like like the darkness and the like the moodiness of this song because it can, it kind of has like a especially in like that like the opening moments of the song it has like a little gothic feel to it. And I kind of like that. It's something you don't really hear a ton of. And I felt like, you know, the song has like a good flow. It's not really catchy, which I, I felt like if it was, it would help the song a little bit. But it, it's not too bad. And it's it's certainly memorable. And uh, I mean, they had a good solid showing for the week. So, you know, that's good to see. I do agree. I think they do have better songs. But if you are a fan of them, I don't see why you wouldn't enjoy this song at all. Regardless, it sold a lovely 14,879 points. And going on up to number 7 is Gorenge by Lisa, 18,875 points. Nothing much we can say. Going on up, it is Hakujitsu by King New. 19,154 points. Number five is Pretenders by Official Hige Dandism. 21,553 points. Going on up to number four, it is I Love. So it finally, I Love took over their Pretender song. So not much to say because I'm pretty sure Pretenders is just going to come right back next <laughs> yeah, week. But we shall does. see. We shall see. I Love sold this week a lovely 26,069 points. And going on up, it is interesting. So, this is a song that has been released two years ago now, but there is a cover by the actual composer of the song, and that is Paprika by Yunezu Kenshi. This song was only available streaming, or digitally now, so you had to <laughs> buy it via the I- Apple iTunes store or whatever major digital retailer you go to, but it but sold now, fairly well. I-, I will say, this is a really good version of the song 
definitely his style, and I actually really like the minimalistic style. Oh, that it's uh, definitely his style. <laughs> you know, the thing is, like, I, I kind of didn't really like the song. Like, his version of it. And I understand because he made it. But he made it to the point because children is going to sing it. Yeah. And not his tonal composition and tonal, tonal style that he usually sings it. That's the only thing that I have with this song. It's a great song, but I I just don't agree with it. I don't think it's the best one of his, of, of any covers or usually what he does. Because I got accustomed to what the original was oh no that's that's fair but like like i was saying he does a very like minimalistic style with this like the the music's there just enough to where you get the melody of it but it's not it's not like he has like a full composition behind him it is very very minimalistic and it mostly focuses on his voice and i really think like this the way that he did this really helps showcase his singing voice and talents because he's not being drowned out by a bunch of instruments or anything like that. Like it's yeah, it's I mean most... his his vocal range is on point with this song. Yeah, and I can agree with that too. It's just how his style and how he originally wrote this song didn't match, unfortunately, no, because that, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a very happy, cheery song. But if you're singing fairly, like seriously and more vocally intense, I don't no, know if that's gonna drive right. fairly well. <laughs> you're one hundred percent right there, so I can't argue and, with you on that one. And that's the only reason why I kind of have an if with this song. It's a great song, and it's a great cover of a song that he particularly wrote and composed. But his version of it, it didn't hit on me kind of like what the kids did. And, you know, I understand because of how the kids were originally singing it. They will age, and of course, their voices will change too over time. But the the, the admirant of this song is we're always going to look towards the sun. And we're That's always going to be there. And unfortunately, the 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 mood that his vocal range has didn't match the composition that he originally wrote for the theme and song. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. That's yeah. you're one hundred percent right. So yeah. But regardless, download only. It sold twenty thousand eight hundred and twenty-two points. And going on up to the second coming of Inca, <laughs> Kawakiyoshi, <laughs> with his track "Haha," and it's. It's very, very Inca. <laughs> it's, it's very on brand for him. I, I will give him that. Like, if you liked his other stuff, you should like this too. You know, it's this very Inca. This is going to be the track that, you know, we won't see for like months on end. And then randomly on a day in September, we're going to just see it pop up again when, like it did with <laughs> Daijoba Daijoba. You're, you're not wrong. And uh, we will probably, I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts. This probably might be his kohaku song so oh yeah 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 definitely. so, so it'll, it'll, it's, it'll probably it's, get the kohaku bump too it's gonna be hit it's you know this song is his debut anniversary song so of course it's gonna sell fairly well well we'll see we'll see you know the ha- you know they have like different types for this and it has like 
his hand on his face is, but it kind of just looks like the picture that I took with Kill a couple months back, where I used his hands on my face, and it just looks so <laughs> abnormally out there. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but regardless, haha. Sold a lovely thirty-two thousand six hundred eighty points. And going on up to number one, it is Imitation Rain slash DD by Six Towns versus Snowman. This is it's becoming the best song that Johnny's ever wrote. It's becoming the top t- sold song that Johnny's has ever wrote. It's breaking a bunch of records, and it's still only available physically. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and like, like we, I remember we liked both songs. I think we both liked uh, Dee a little bit more than Imitation Rain, but I, I mean, they, they, they are. This is this is Johnny's in a style that normally isn't Johnny's, and it's a style that's really, really popular right now. So I can see them hitting all the all these milestones. It makes sense. Still, I was surprised to see this back at number one because it was number two last week. So it was like it went from one to two. Now it's back at one. Well, um, when I report about the sales numbers here, you will understand why <laughs> it went back to number one. But and, like I said, I'm I'm a Johnny Spears, so I can't really agree with this songs. And, you know, DD was a better song in my opinion. But it still wasn't jiving to what I traditionally think of Johnny's. It it doesn't. Yeah. But and you know I harp on the the idol industry about trying to evolve, and the Johnny's needs to evolve. And I I personally understand that. I I I understand that to a T. And if they don't evolve, they're gonna be losing their ways to groups like Color Creation and High Five and the stuff that isn't Johnny's that are trying to take the place of Adashi and all the 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 groups that took this genre of boy groups and made it popular in the first place. Yeah. So they kind of have to adapt and evolve to the different genre, which is six tones and, and, and snowman. So, you know, as much as I might piss and moan about this, I understand completely why they had to do it. Now, I hope that they don't take this change too radically for the other groups that are currently in there because I can't see King and Prince doing this. No, I, I think I think I, I do think like these two guys is more of Johnny's attempt to basically diversify their their portfolios is a way that you would put it. Because it, it just it gives you like a little different taste. And there are Johnny's peers that aren't going to be fans of them. And so you're not going to want to alienate the fans that have gotten you to where you are today. If you're smart about your products and stuff like that, like they're not going to do that. So I, I imagine like King and Prince and Arashi, even though they're taking a break, uh, uh Johnny's West, like all yeah, the Johnny's West, sexy zone. Yeah, all the juniors groups now, but sexy, sexy zone was kind of treading that line regardless because they were kind of doing the dancey oh, stuff. Oh, that's true too. With the traditional Johnny style, they were kind of the more, more on that line, so to speak. And six tones and snowman was crossing it completely. But <laughs> you know, I I I can go about this for freaking hours at a time. But I'll just save you guys the. The moment of clarity here, and just announced that this, as even though it's number one, 
it barely got past 50,000. It only sold 44,982 points. And it is an astonishing reason why the singles didn't sell so well. Let's see how the album sold. And it didn't really sell too much of a difference, too. I mean... <laughs> I mean, we got a couple things here. Billy Eilish again, once again. Uh, Ohara Sakurako doing well with passion. I'm going with her because I really wanted that album to do fairly well. King New with Ceremony. Twice with, and Twice also sold again for some strange reason. I guess because of the tour that's happening pretty soon. And number yeah. one, it is Pop x Up. Speaking of Sexy Zone. And then just pop up again. But, you know, even with this sales number of 131,000, that does not exclude why the hell the singles sell to, so badly. Oh, it doesn't, that's, that's it, true. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't explain that much. So I don't know. Maybe everyone is worried about the virus and they don't want to go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a short episode this week, mostly because we just don't have enough news. But that's how it is. It's good, good, good. You can check us out. All on the lovely things, you can check out our social media sites at ongakadu on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the site at ongakadu.com. Check out the lovely, lovely YouTube channel that we have. Like, rate, subscribe, pound a like button. Tell us if we're doing anything wrong. Or what do you want to see from us? If you want to see us more dive depth into Johnny's. That, no, that sounds really wrong, but yeah. <laughs> we Dive can. into the Johnny's. Oh, oh, I don't want to think about that. But regardless, you can leave all that stuff on our YouTube. You can just look up on Gakadu. We're right there. You can follow our two affiliates, Kuryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer of the lovely horror genre, taking that lovely thing of the Clock Tower world records. Oh my God. Hey, he's got to hold it. But regardless, he you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also find our other affiliate, TimberTav. And, you know, he's a Twitch streamer in his own right. You can find him at twitch.tv slash TimberTav, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. And you can also find out the p- gaming podcast that I do with them called Parasaurus, where I went on a rant about Kingdom Hearts 3 Rem the DLC, and of course, it was only me because those two knocked out their their Discord channels and couldn't hear a lick of what I was ranting about. I'm really, really <laughs> mad about that. They tried to oh, play no. it off like n- nothing happened, but I know, I know. <laughs> but you can find that out. You can look up Koryu Hunter, same as his Twitch channel, on YouTube. You can find all the episodes there. You can find me on Twitter at OTYCan1. You can find Renford at Renford D. You can find Luna at LunaMarie87 on Twitters and Letterbox and all that lovely things. And what was it? The anime, anime. My anime list. list. My, my anime list. There we go. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at Gray on Twitter where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, and stuff like that. Uh, I am nearing the end of O's and have been chronicling my thoughts and feelings on that. So if you are interested in that, feel free to come by my Twitter and give it a read. So far, two thumbs up. And with that, I want to say thank you so very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakadu. You know, if you guys want to tell us how we're doing, just... Wait, let us know, because 
we always have fun trying to do this. But yeah, and we're really good at responding to fan feedback, so by all means, let us know. I want to say thank you very much for checking out this week's episode of Ongakadi. You have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you next week. Aloha. And this is great. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.